0: Welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message.
1: Father, I give you thanks for my beloved. I truly do. Stretch your hands out toward her if you would. Father, I thank you for all the sacrifice I've watched her make over the many years. I thank you for the great grace gift that's within her. I thank you, Father, for her absolute living dream to see you glorified in this nation, in particular in this city. And to see the music, Father, truly come forth from the heavenly choirs and the heavenly instrumentalists to absolutely bathe this whole planet, bathe this whole planet with sounds from heaven. I think we read that verse too quickly. A sound came from heaven. We thank you, Father. Heaven is full of brand new sounds that the earth has never experienced yet. And we want them to come forth, and that's part of our mission here at this church. So we thank you for it. So I speak blessing and release to Julie to just have the freedom as if she was sitting in her own living room to just talk and share whatever she has. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we
2: just pray a little bit more? Oh, thank you, Father. Father, we thank you that we just are so grateful to be in this place. Thank you. Bless George Hammer and bless his team, bless his family. Bring blessings to him on this place. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you have an appointed place for us to bring heaven to earth, to bring what you want. In Jesus' name, and we thank you for working it out. We thank you for giving us the grace and the patience to move forward in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit today about um, the anointing. I've been feeling lately it's been really important that we understand it's not us that do anything, It's not about our gifting. It's about the anointing. And I can't tell you that I know a lot about it. I just let it teach me. Um, 1 John 2.20 says, You have been anointed. You have to tell yourself that. I'm anointed to do this job, whatever it is. You have been anointed. You hold a sacred appointment. Where? From God. There's something that I have to do that you can't do, and there's something that you have to do that I can't do. And the gifting, the skill set, whatever you are gifted with from heaven, you know, it has to be the anointing. And whether I can explain it, I can only tell you years ago, I just used to watch how people prayed for other people. I used to watch how people ministered. I used to watch for the anointing. So 1 John 2.20 says, You hold a sacred appointment. You've been given an unction. And I used to want to talk about the things that I had seen in heaven. And it was hard because a lot of people just didn't understand it. And I'd only recently understood heaven is heaven the earth is the earth, okay? And so many times we're just trying to pull heaven. I know I've spent most of my life pulling heaven into what happens each day, but it's not about that. It's about God's greater, bigger picture, God's timing, God's character in you, not your personality, God's character, because what will last in heaven is what you have done. I love what we were watching the other night. We were watching this girl, Christine Kane. I've never really seen her before, but Jane had been on at me about how good she is. And so we watched her, and she was talking about how she'd spoken at this um, great auditorium thing that Joyce Meyer had filled, and they had it filled. Whoopsie, I'm kind of scared up here. <laughs> I don't want anything to go flying. But anyway, um, and Joyce, after she finished, there was this great applause for Christine Kane. And Joyce said to Christine, well, that's it. Did you enjoy it? Or something like that. And Christine kind of looked at her. And Joyce said, "What? what is seen? What is visible? You know, there's your reward. And Really, it's the things that you do in secret that aren't seen. And I don't know, the last probably couple of years or so, two or three years, I've been learning what it means to be hidden in God. It's so good, and it's actually better to stay there. And I feel a kind of tenderness this morning because I feel like Today is going to be the day we're going to make a shift, we're going to make a change, just because of being together, because of praying together, because we have an unction, because we have an appointment. So 1 John 2.20, you have been anointed. You can say that, I am anointed. It's not that you're gifted, you're anointed. Okay? You've been given an unction from the Holy One, and you all know the truth, or you know all things. So it's kind of interesting. I, you know, we love the Amplified Bible. So, Father, we thank you for the anointing in this place today that you have ordained. It's, it's amazing how God comes through. Rod was talking about God's goodness And I know that when I went to heaven, I couldn't take any more. And people have asked me, well, that's ridiculous. Why couldn't you take? Because it's so much. And I said, let me do I was a control freak. Let me go and see how to process all this. Let me go as far as I can go to process this. And the next thing I knew, I was in the darkness, terrible darkness, Terrible, terrible, terrible darkness. And it sobered me up so much because I realized Hitler, Saddam Hussein, whoever it was at the time, you know, you don't want anyone to go to hell. So I pray that you just get a revelation. And it isn't about being, joy isn't about giggly joy. It's about holy it comes from deep within you. God fills us from deep within us. It's deeper. Go deeper. Go deeper and let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Amen? So I just thank you, Father. You just help me to portray this. Verse 27 in First John 2 says, You, as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment for the." unction which you receive from him abides permanently. You have an anointing that abides permanently within you. Let that abide. Let it live in you. And when you think about it, it's not sad. It's an anointing that's going to put me over. It's not that I want to walk around being cocky or being full of it. But it's not any of those things. It's just a knowing. And that knowing upsets other people it offends people because if you walk in your knowing if you like people can get like cranky you know who do you think you are you don't think you're anybody special if they knew you they wouldn't think that way so the anointing is kind of like a magnifying glass over the truth and it's like when the sun comes through the magnifying glass It will set on fire. It will set on fire. So I have known for years and years and years that God's going to do something in this city. Would you please hurry up? You know, I've been like the intercessor who's been constantly, persistently, come on, you have to do this. But he's actually doing it now. As we back off and back up, he's doing it. So I need you to all just let go of some things this morning, OK? Just let go of some things. The anointing is just changes. You turn to First Samuel 10. and let's talk about what the anointing does. I've got so many things. I've had such a good time in the word this week: First Samuel 10. In verse six and seven, it says, Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily and will show yourself, you will show yourself to be a prophet with them, and you will be turned into another man or woman. It turns you into another person, the anointing. When these signs meet you, do whatever you find to be done, for God is with you. I have had to learn. God is with me. I get faced with challenges, and i don't know what am I supposed to do. so I pray, I learn to pray, and when you pray don't don't try to make everything great. you know, just pray, just find out what God wants you to say, and don't worry if when you wherever your prayer room is, wherever you go into the throne, don't worry if people walk past you, people walk through, you get disrupted. Just talk to him that's what it's all about, it's about talking to God, maybe nobody understands why you dress the way you do, why you are the way you are, it doesn't matter, you do what he says to do, okay, because it will change you, it will change you, it's like the anointing comes upon you, and when you feel it, it's a good feeling, it makes you look good, Why? Because it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the anointing. Okay? So I'm not here to make you laugh. I'm here to make you think. My job is to cause you to think how you can speak, how you should be. It's to cause you to make people come to him. I have known for a long time... And I feel a fear this morning in saying what I'm saying, but it's the truth. Whatever God has given you to pray, you to do, do that and nothing else. I'm serious. Don't worry about the other stuff. It will just fall off. You know, as God begins to develop a heart in you, because all those years ago when I used to look at how it should be, it doesn't mean it's going to be that way for you. It might be a big wake-up call, but, you know, I felt like this morning I had to screech out in spirit, in tongues, and Rob was like, oh my God, do you have to do that? And I'm like, yeah, because we were, it felt so far away from God, and suddenly I was like, I suddenly had to press through, there was a thickness, there was a, it's not supposed to be like this, it's supposed to be like this. So I just want to encourage you, whatever's going on in your life, stay connected to God. Stay connected. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're feeling, whatever's happening or isn't happening, just stay connected. So you have an anointing. We're not talking about giftedness. We're talking about the anointing. There's a difference there's been times in my life when I've laid hands on people and they go flying and you know you can do anything. There are times when you don't want to do that because you do want to stay invisible. You don't want that the, when you go in to possess the promised land, there's a critical spirit and that critical spirit manifests in so many ways. It can be so intimidating. You know, just no, you do what is right for you, because what's for, you know when you put your head down on the pillow at night, you know whatever you whatever's right for you will be right you'll have peace peace of mind is part of the deal, so we just thank God I have way too many notes up here. So I'm just going to go with my heart, as I usually do. So 1 Samuel, you know it will change you into another person. Now, I want to say something before. We will show that video if you've got it up. Because I usually have been up until this point. And who knows? I don't know how far God's going to take this. We're trying to learn more about Israel, more about the Jewish mentality. Am I saying that Jews have all the answers? No, no. I'm just saying we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn from each other. We have a lot to learn. Okay? So can you look on your seat? You'll see one of these. I'm not sure whether we call it our church bulletin or whatever. But it is different every month. I mean, it's good to come on Sundays and come together. And I thank you, Lord, for that. But there's a prayer thought for the month. In line with uh, what's happening, so this last month I felt I felt prompted and impressed to go pray in front of Buckingham Palace. I don't think it's by accident. God is trying to cause us to come into a new place. But Father, we do thank you for Psalm eighty-four. We thank you that we're moving into new spiritual strength. And I pray that you give us revelation as we do that, what it means to be royal in the spirit, what it means, Father, we thank you. Help us to understand, not to sit judging, but to bring that love, bring that other realm, bring heaven, bring heaven to earth. Do what we know to do in Jesus' name. So I was kind of gobsmacked. If you want to put Psalm 84 up from the amplified, that would be good, Um, because I was gobsmacked as I was doing that, filming as we were filming that, because we never know. Like we just kind of all wave at each other and help, Chris. Because he's like, where are you? I'm like texting, where are you? And he's like, somewhere, and I'm somewhere. And we're trying to figure out how to meet up and do the technical side of life. Because when we were younger, we didn't have all the technology that now we have. We had to do things. Maybe too long. Can you put Psalm 84 up? What verse? I think it's verse 6 or 7. I'm in a different place in my Bible right now. Yeah, there it is. Passing through the valley of weeping, backer They make it a place of springs and the early rain fills the pool. Now go on to the next verse, seven, could you? They go from strength to strength. I, I, I read this, increasing in victorious power. You know, you think about the anointing and you think about how God has led you so far. It's nothing compared to where he's taking you. It's absolutely nothing. We're going, and I—I I just stopped, and I was like, winging off on this increasing in victorious power, and I thought, wow. Think about it. You think about where you've been, where you haven't been, where you want to go. What's inside you? Because it's all about what's inside you. We've learned to overcome. We've learned. There's so many directions to go, and so much to teach. But anyway, I want to go to First Peter two nine because we did that video in front of um, Buckingham Palace. Because that's how I felt impressed. The Lord's been leading me by do this, don't do that. Do this, don't do that. How many of you know the voice of the Lord? And He says, do this. You think, what am I doing in this church? They don't even know where they are every week. It doesn't make any difference to any of us. We don't know where we are. We're here next week. So that makes life a bit simple. You know where to come next week. We'll be here. But I don't know where we'll be the week after. We laugh, we look at each other sometimes. And we know that God leads his people to peaceful habitations. That doesn't mean we've seen it, we know it, we have all the tickle the boxes. It just means we have total trust and total peace in God. And you can come here and be yourself. And you can develop. This is a place of destiny. This is not just a building that we get to use in London. So first Peter two nine, it says, You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood. A dedicated nation, God's own, purchased your special people that you can set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Marvelous light. Marvelous light. If you don't go in the darkness, you probably won't learn. It's, it's it's where you learn about the light in the darkness. It's where you just make the decision, okay, I'm going to die to myself daily. I do daily, don't you? Daily. I don't always want to. But you die daily, and you thank God for what you've learned, what he's taught you in the darkness. And you become... It becomes revelation that you're chosen. It becomes revelation that you're royal in the spirit. Okay, I'm not saying that we are some fake kind of uh, thing. I'm just saying... You know, we are royal and you have to think about royalty. And I looked up royalty the other day and I wrote it down in here. I'll just try and find it for here. It means regal, it means magnificent, imperial, stately, noble, kingly, or queenly. Now, look at Jeremiah 2 3. We're gonna put a bunch of scripture up this morning, okay? You are not you are not here for normal sit for normal situation. I know that everything I prayed for that came from heaven is part of how God has been working with me. And he's not done with me yet. Say, thank God. I thank God he's not done with me yet. And you think about Israel. Israel was holy. Something set apart from ordinary purposes. There are some things I'm not allowed to do i can't do there are other things i can do i'm just saying shift i'm just saying just because you live in the earth doesn't mean you have to be like the world doesn't mean you have to equate everything to how the world equates joy or peace or whatever he gives those things not as the world gives Okay, God provides how he chooses. God does what he wants. It's not like I think, oh, this is perfect. But I must say something. God always gives you the best to do the best. And he always pays for what he orders. So that's not a problem for me. What's what's the challenge is getting it right. Have you got your life right with God? Are you thinking right? Are you living like we're already in heaven? That's how we're supposed to live. That's the kind of happiness and joy that we we live. We are chosen. I know when God started talking to me about chosen, being called out of the world, when I first came back to England on September the 15th in 1983, I didn't know what God had for me. I had my own mindset. I had my own idea of what it should be and I was pretty strong in that but I also knew that God would lead and guide me through the word in Romans 12 verse 2 he talks about the renewing of the mind have a renewed mind a transformed mind so the anointing will teach you and I used to think how can people move out in the spirit and do what they do how can people live like that well, it's the anointing. It's the anointing. You know, and it takes a while to go with the anointing and not go with the natural logic. Because logic won't do anything. Logic will just say, forget it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in the long view in the long term but I have to get my mind renewed my mind the renewing of my mind so it kind of is like swallow and gulp you know now Nate's been coming over and he's been teaching me to be more techie now in my my life we didn't grow up techie we thought a Polaroid camera was really techie and I remember watching Christine Kane the other night she was on about like taking a Polaroid picture. That was really cool in my day, whatever that day was, because I think I'm just in the day today. But that was cool. But we couldn't, like, do things where we just sent things all around the world and screens. Things are changing. Yes, I found my iPad, and yes, I have my phone. Yay! And yes, you can put it together for me. But you know what? I still have got tons of paper up here and I'm still not doing what all is from the paper because I feel constrained from the Lord this morning because I feel like he wants you to do what you are anointed to do. Okay, so my prayer is that you will open yourself up inside and say, what I'm I'm anointed to do is not what I can do. I'm in no position to do TV shows and rent football stadiums and do that. But have I done it? Yeah, because I felt that was where the anointing was. I've been more given to God to do what he wants to do. I'm more concerned with eternity and that we get things right with him i'm not responsible for it all i just have to do my part so you have a part to play and we as a church have a sound to make and we're learning the difficulties of moving around from place to place we're learning what we're learning things all the time i don't know what chosen's going to look like people keep asking me what's it going to look like i don't know I don't know what it's going to look like in October. All I know is it's on my heart that we need to align with the new year, Hebraic new year. My son said to me the other day, How do you know that God's Hebrew? I'm like, Well, because I believe it. He is. He thinks like a Hebrew. He doesn't have, he doesn't have a different mindset. I know I probably lost half of you there, but you can, you can do whatever you think. You know, it's not my job to do that. My job is to say, this is what's on my heart. And as a prophetic voice, I'm not into like bringing all the attention to myself. I'm into bringing God into the picture. And I've had supernatural things happen to me since I was three years old. And I've been trained by God to gather his people, to put things together. Do I like to do that? No, I just like the quietness that comes. When God comes and moves in, there's a peace. It just flows. I love that river thing. I grew up on the river in the Norfolk Roads. the 200 miles of waterways in Norfolk. And I grew up sailing and I learned you have to wait sometimes for the wind. Sometimes you don't know And sometimes, and I told you how we used to go into a lull and be racing, and it was like, gosh, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know to this day, but you never forget, I don't really know a lot about sailing, but I do know that it takes the wind in your sails. And it's the same with music, and you know I have a passion for the music of the earth. I have a passion for God to be seen as the redeemer. I know in all the good things that ever happen through me, around me, they come from God. Goodness comes from God. You know, you may not have heard it before, but it's the bottom line. The bottom line is God is good. He provides, he heals, he redeems. And so I've, for many years, thought, well, you know, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were the biggest bands ever. And isn't it kind of funny that I worked for the Beatles and I lived among the Rolling Stones? Am I going to say this and this? No, I'm going to be very careful because it has to become as a revelation, the anointing that they had. They were, they were gobsmacked that they were more popular. John Lennon even said, and he was totally misunderstood. It was just to sell newspapers, I'm sure, whatever, you know. Oh, God. He knows they weren't more popular than Jesus. But we we have a job to do on the earth to make Jesus visible, make Jesus alive. You say, well, how do I do that? You do it with the anointing. What are you anointed to do? What are you anointed to do? Anointed, it doesn't mean gifted. It doesn't. It does mean all things work together for good. The anointing, the gifting, the faith. It takes faith. Oh, but. It's when you come against the pressure and you put your face like sailing. You put your face in the wind and you go faster because you sheet in, you pull in things. You're willing to die to yourself. You think, what does that mean, I die? You die spiritually. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The anointing. The anointing. It's like I said, it's like a pinpoint of truth, like a magnifying glass over your life. I can't do this, but I have to be more sensitive to God and what God wants to do than what you think something should be. Because I don't always understand. We don't always understand what is expected, but it's not about what is expected. It's about what... He wants, okay. It's about what he wants. So the anointing of God, you have it if you're saved and you're in His day. You're saved, and the anointing will transform you into a different person. I know when I first came back on on September the fifteenth, nineteen eighty-three, I hadn't planned a lot of the things that have happened. I hadn't planned, but God had already planned it. God had already been training me. God had already been preparing me. He prepares you to do what you do. That doesn't mean everything has to be this way, my way, or no way. No, it just means you understand. So I just want to encourage you this morning to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Okay? So we were talking about um, a scripture earlier, and you do have to count the cost. (sighs) Praise you, Father. Here's a scripture in uh, 2 Kings 3, if you want to pop that up, verse 15, where Elisha said, Hey, bring me a minstrel. Everything is going to change in the earth because the music, the sounds of the earth are about to change. Here it is. Now bring me a minstrel. And while the minstrel played, the hand and power of the Lord came upon Elisha. You know, I mean, I know you would say this, Ayan, but we were only watching it on the TV. But when the kingdom choir sang, Stand By Me. <laughs> it was like all those people, very influential people who were invited to the royal wedding of Meghan and Harry. They were totally gobsmacked. Everybody had an opinion afterwards. It was too, this was too long. But we knew because we knew the anointing was flowing. And God used Prince Charles, I understand, was the one who picked out what was happening. You know, I think sometimes you may not understand why you feel what you feel about Israel. Annie, I hope you're going to pray in the prayer for Israel we have this month. I guess we're having it in here, in here. But anyway... Something's happened, and she hasn't told me. I haven't heard yet. But you need to pray. We need to keep praying. We need to go against the grain, and we can do that with the anointing. I have no idea when God's going to show up. It could be today when he said to me, my time of coming is at hand. I thought it was going to happen 25 years ago, but it's happening now. Things that I've dreamed about and prayed about are beginning to happen how is it going to happen? Because of the anointing. There was an anointing on Kingdom Choir, and now they've broken through and gone to number one in the church. You know, we've been waiting for a long time. Yeah, go ahead. It's good. Well done, you guys. Well done. Is is it easy? No. It's difficult. I've been on the road in this country, and it's hard, the pokey little places that you sing in, and you think it's really glorious. And part of it is glorious, but part of it isn't. Part of it is just really hard work. It's really hard work to take God's anointing into the darkest places in the earth. It's really hard. But now I feel like God is going to have us come out of the hidden places out of the darkness and come out and reveal who he is okay i think we all feel it i'm only saying things that we know in our heart it's time bring me a minstrel and while the minstrel played the hand and power of the lord came upon elisha so when when is it any musician? No. I, I think of Psalm, um, they're not Psalm, it's uh, Matthew, I think. Let me see if I can find it. Matthew 23, 19. It talks about, because, because many people can play. Here it is. I'm just going to go. you probably got there. You? you blind men. No, you can put it up. I can do it from there. Which is greater, the gift Or the altar, which makes the gift sacred. And God asked me one day, so what do you think? Do you think musicians? Do you think minstrels, musicians? Do you think that's important? No. It's about true. He's teaching us about the anointing. The anointing is why do we pray? Why is prayer so important? Because we're saying we can't do it without you. Because we're saying... No prayer is a testimony to our ability, but prayer is depending on God. You have to do this. I don 't know how to do this. I don't know how you're going to do it. I might believe the best and that some you know but what, is it worldly? Is it in a what, what does believing the best mean? Is, is provision from the world's way of looking at life? What car I drive, where I live? No, it's what God does. And uh, so the Lord took me to uh, Matthew here. So I encourage you musicians not, not to think of like how great you are at your musicianship, but what the anointing can do. What can God do? When you pray, when you make the altar of prayer more important than you're practicing. It's not that you don't practice, you know, and, I, and <laughs> it's really important to practice. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for keeping steady. I just want to say when you are, when you are practicing, ask God for the anointing. The anointing of grace. There's grace for every situation in life. Grace for every relationship. There's grace to learn. You think, oh, I can't, I refuse. Actually, what you're saying is I refuse to bow down to this situation. You're rebellious. But we can't be. We have to be teachable. Lord, we thank you. This is a time that you're moving us from strength to strength. Sometimes it's hard to conceive that God has got more victorious power. But he has. It probably sounds silly, but losing your car keys, losing your iPad, losing your stuff. You know, you can't, if, if it's gone for a few weeks, I don't know. The, 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 you think about the little things that frustrate you. Like just yesterday, it was like right in front of me where I put it in a safe place. Did I remember? No. I don't know if that was just like me or whatever. It doesn't make any difference. What, what matters is the anointing of grace. God's got perfect timing. Why do I keep hammering on about God? Because God's word is true. God is speaking to me through the word. There's something shifting today. So either shift over into it or stay where you are. I know big time we're shifting into a new place and that this building and us being together, it's not by accident, okay? It's not by accident the things that have happened today. It's by anointing of his grace. The anointing is able to put you over. You have an anointing. Are you going to go with it? Are you going to help someone get where they need to do and reap it? Or are you going to refuse because you're looking after your own agenda? I'm sorry, but I just really feel God on this. And I really feel... It's really important that we learn what it means to die to our own plans, our own way. Maybe you've thought about somebody a certain way. Who gave you the thoughts? Who gave you those thoughts? Who gave you that mindset? It's not by might, not by power, but it's by his spirit. And I know... Oh God, it's just break through. Break through. Break through. It's time. Us who intercede, we know. Because we've tapped into that place. We know it's a place in the spirit to break through. Break out and break through. Come on. What's it gonna look like? I don't know, you don't know. It's gonna be good though. Getting a mindset that you're anointed permanently. You have an anointing that abides within you. In other words, people often come and they say, I know what I should have done. I said, well, do it. You know, get on with it, do it. What are they saying? They're saying, I felt God prompting me to do this. Well, do it. And then help as much as you can. You know, you said to me last week, I felt God wanted me to come to this church. God wanted us to come to this church. We came years ago. We are probably the oldest partners, ministers, members, whatever. When they started, we prayed it back because Ed had gone to America. But I just know that I know that I know there's an anointing on us, and it's increasing Okay, and it's to do with being chosen. It's to do with being understanding. Do you do you know you have all the answers? No, I don't have all the answers. I just have to pray. I know that God wants a place where musicians, where people who are famous in the world, can come and and discover a new place of being in church. For me, I grew up in an Anglican church. Am I against the Ang- No, I'm not against it. I'm just saying I grew up sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up. You haven't got the cushion right. Oh my gosh. You know, trying to get everything perfect to please people. You know, nobody will ever get it perfect. Nobody will. We do our best. We just do our best. So if you learn how to move in faith, you'll learn the next step of moving in the anointing. So I just want to ask the musicians to come. And I want to tell you that wherever we go in the spirit, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Just relax. This is church as we haven't seen it. This is churches we haven't known it. This is family. This is family. Thank God. Thank God. I so want people to be able to come and accept. This is it. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. We move. From we move. And when the hand of the minstrel came upon. And the hand of the Lord came upon them. So pray. Pray for our worship team, however big or small they are today. Pray for people who are beginning to make contact with people. I know that you already have done. Ayaan, where are you? It's not easy, though, is it? It wasn't easy. Do you want to share something? You can. Um, the
3: yeah what you're just what you're saying resonates so much because you do see like the glamour of everything but then there is the you know the hard graft that comes with it um but with that when you then receive the testimony of the people that are experiencing freedom from what you're releasing because of what God's put on the inside of you it gives you the um it gives you the fire in your belly to kind of, you know, go again. And we got a we got testimony in our WhatsApp group this, um, this morning that um, somebody who listened to uh, one of the songs on the album who wasn't, who wasn't a believer said that one of the songs healed them of a physical physical ailment. I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Oh, sorry, we've got a... Is that me? Which one? Um, yeah got healed from a physical ailment and they didn't believe in God but they had to come to the tour to meet us face to so face that they could tell us that um, and and it's stirring up the search in people for their own search not because we're we're providing language to what they're experiencing but actually it's unlocking something in them so that they can go and find Jesus and experience him so yeah, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing, but it's hard work, I'm tired. It's so
2: great, I love you, and I'm so glad you're out there. You know, for years and years and years you've been praying, God, send the musicians, send the people out there, and then he just totally does it, big time, at the wedding. I thought, wow, it was on TV to millions of people, and you're singing Stand By Me, and I think, oh, I remember that song, and loads of people remembered it. But, you know, many times I think we don't understand that a song carries an anointing and prompts something in your spirit to cause something to come alive in you. I don't know what songs minister to me. I only know I suddenly have this insight. God's working on the inside. He's not working on the outside. God doesn't look at the outside. He looks at the inside. That's where the anointing is. Angie's going to share something. Um,
0: Just to concur with all that you've been saying, um, I don't know how many people this week, and Yana, you were involved in this, the the Dementia dementia Choir, um, and they're just looking into now about the science behind music and how it affects the brain differently. So we know scientifically that music is powerful So if you put the anointing on that music, wow, what things can happen. So just continue to pray for us. If you're not a musician, if you're not a creative, don't freak out. (laughs) Be you. Be who God created you to be. But pray for those of us and those who have been given access to go forward that we will not um, buckle under the pressure, all feel the pressure to actually have the answers. But I'm praying that the choir would just go and be who they are, and that the Holy Spirit will do the work through them, that Ayana doesn't have to feel the pressure, or I don't have to feel the pressure that, oh my God, oh my God, I've got to have the answers, I've got to have the answers. I don't. All we have to do is just make ourselves available. But the power of the Holy Spirit, of the anointing that will break strongholds and that will draw people to Himself. That that's just what we need to be prepared to be available to do. So I'm so grateful for this house. I'm grateful that we have um, that we have pastors that allow us to feel after God, because there's no blueprint. Every Sunday, my heart is at okay. So what what, what are we doing today? You know, there's nothing worse than going to somebody's house and it's the same old. You've got to have a cup of tea first and then you've got to do this and then you've got to do that. You know, and church can feel mechanical, but I'm thankful and I'm praying that we will become hungry enough to come and say, "Okay, we've got all these songs, but let's just sing holy. (laughs) You know, or like last Sunday when we had that incredible time of ministry with each other because we're just going after God. So thank you for your patience with us. And just keep praying. Keep praying that greater things are coming. Yeah. Amen. They're coming.
2: Thank you. Oh, so good. You know, we don't have all the answers and we don't know where everything's going. But we do know that God is gracious. I know when I get to the end of the place, I know what to do. There's always somebody there to help with the next place. So maybe, maybe you can just stand up and receive the increase of the anointing.
0: We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday.